Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the uplift we achieved from the 550000 as alluded to earlier, initial appraisal price, which may have been top dollar, we don't know that, but to the realised value and result at auction of $845,000 under the hammer is $295,000 equity gain for the vendor. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors, find out more about their stories, mindset and strategy. I'm Tyrone Shump and in this episode, we're speaking with Mark Heritage on an incredibly successful value add-on project he completed. Heritage shares with us some background information on the project, how he achieved an almost $300,000 equity gain on the property and the renovation challenges he overcame. Heritage and his company specializes in adding value onto properties through renovation and development and satisfying their clients with large sums of equity gain. Uh, My name is Mark Heritage. I'm the Director and General Manager of Over and Above. Uh, We are property partners and we work with vendors and homeowners to help realize the full potential of their asset from simple evaluation to renovation to an end project of full-scale development. Heritage had been tasked with this particular development after receiving a call from a previous venture partner asking for his help. Once we get to the end of it, you'll, you, you'll realise how important it was to the vendor and it's, you know, we were working on a project actually in, in South Australia early, earlier this year and we had a, I had a phone call from a uh, previous partner and uh, the, the question was, are you based in Melbourne at the moment? And I said, no, I'm actually in South Australia. And I said, they said, as soon as you can get back to Melbourne, can you contact uh, this guy? He needs some support quickly. I said, okay. So effectively, um, I wasn't too far off jumping in a plane and heading back to Melbourne and straight on the phone to see what uh, what the situation was. Uh, so it was, it was basically the network that provided this opportunity to us uh, in the first instance. So, you know, working with people having the experience that you have, people knowing what you do and where you specialise to then be able to reach out for some support and help. While the property was in a good location, it was certainly not attractive and needed to be cleaned up. This was an interesting one. Uh, it, it was a, a gentleman that uh, needed to sell his asset for personal reasons and the, unfortunately the property was in a fantastic location of Glen Waverley uh, but the property wasn't in a condition where it would realise its full potential and he had agents involved in the process to evaluate that because he did have to sell and there was pressure and unfortunately the feedback consistently across the agents was you know you need to do some 
work to improve the property, to clean it up, to give us the best chance to get something for it. And, you know, what that something looks like, who knows. But based in the condition it was in, it was going to be, you know, not an attractive offer to realise its full potential. So it was a matter of, at that time, seeing what other opportunities were out there and who could step in and assist. And fortunately, within the network, uh, someone had made the contact with us to engage the over and above team to evaluate the situation of the vendor to see where it was that we could actually provide that real niche solution and stop that short-term pain. And uh, fortunately enough, we were able to step in and really evaluate the situation quite quickly to put some pre-planning in place before we even negotiated anything further to uh, realise what could be achieved. Due to the vendor's personal circumstances, there was a tight time limit for Heritage to develop on the property as well. Unfortunately for the vendor, you know, his his wife had passed away late in 2017 and um, some circumstances had changed and he was equity strong and and didn't have a lot of cash availability. So there was, you know, debts to pay in terms of funeral parlours and there was also personal situations where debt had started to, you know, start to, I suppose, compile a little bit uh, to the point where, you know, let's, we, we need to sell. We need to offload this asset and um, get ourselves out of this short-term situation to benefit longer term. But unfortunately, that came with its uh, complications. Before starting on the development, Heritage made sure to build a good relationship with the Body Corp and make his plans according to their guidelines. So this unit was uh, was one of the front unit of about 12 in a complex. So that was probably not in our favour for a start because we knew we'd be dealing with Body Corp, etc. Uh, because if we did need to get in in its current condition and improve it both internally and externally, it was going to come with you know potential objections and you know. W- we, we put a plan in place knowing that there was absolutely full potential internally and externally that could be achieved with that property and tried to work within the guidelines of what Body Corp outlines. And, you know, we built a really good relationship with the, with the Body Corp and they supported us through the project and gave us some really, really strong guidelines to follow. And we worked within that and we provided all the content and information we needed to them and they came back with some solutions for us that we hadn't thought of. So it's from that perspective, building that relationship early was very important and pivotal into what we could achieve, particularly externally for the property. But internally, we had uh, we engaged early on, you know, the first day, a, uh, a structural engineer to come out on site and determine what could and couldn't be achieved with the property. And that really laid the strong and solid foundation for us to be able to realise the full potential from this asset. In order to improve the property, Heritage planned to dramatically change its layout. Effectively, there was a lot of internal walls, very pokey, small two-bedroom, one-bathroom unit that was in a condition that was quite poor and the living conditions internally weren't great. So it just exacerbated by smell and appearance. So we, uh, you know, based on our experience, we were able to look through that and see the possibilities of the feedback the structural engineer had provided us to then engage our builder to work through how quickly that could be achieved. And then knowing that there were several items that would take time to plan and prepare and order, uh, get onto those items so so promptly. 
such as you know bathrooms, tilers, and in terms of kitchen design and layout as well. Having said that, the property did have some appealing qualities as well. This was uh, one unit. This was the front unit owned uh, and separately titled by uh, by the vendor, so they were all individually titled, and um, we were just dealing with the front, which which had greater appeal and street frontage in comparison to the other units. So that was a massive positive. So we had off-street parking, uh, had good frontage area. Uh, we had a nice little area at the back that some of the units, uh, you know, didn't have. It was a single level, so it was appealing more to uh, a downsizer. So we knew that it had a lot more qualities than some of the other units that were double-storey in the actual complex. Before officially starting on the project, Heritage made sure to clear up all the details of his development plan with the vendor. Well, the immediate solution was uh, was clearing some short-term debt for the vendor to make it viable for for us to be involved. So we uh, we we evaluated our process is quite stringent, and we need to understand before we we get involved or we pass any money to be involved in a project that uh, we're clear with what activity there is on the on the title of the property. So we'd done our due diligence and asked a few questions in relation to that, and we're quite clear with where we where we would stand if we did proceed. So that was, uh, you know, reassuring for us from the start. And it was also reassuring from the point of view that if we needed to get investor funds in to actually fund the renovation works, we could actually achieve that also. Heritage values the transparency he's able to achieve with his valuation process, despite how long it usually takes. From initial contact and meeting and basically evaluating the property and the situation and coming to a heads of agreement and preparing the legal contracts, it was probably a two-week process. So once that was all formalised and and it was really the legal process that held things up, not the negotiation or content of what was going to be done, uh, you know, we, we got along you know, famously with the with the vendor, uh, because we we're quite transparent up front as to how we worked, and we got a clear indication from him how he seen things, or how he saw things, and and what possibilities he would like to see, uh, as well. So it was a, a real buy-in from both parties to the initial agreement to formalise it so quickly to then be able to be in a position to act quickly. The vendor was quick to trust Heritage, having known about his successful track record as a property developer. The owner had uh, had a look at a couple of projects that we'd completed previously, and uh, he was he was surprised with how quickly and how much quality was in our actual projects from design to to finish, and that gave him the assurance that he was in good hands, knowing that you know he'd been referred to us by another party so it was you know he knew that he would be in trustworthy hands we'd hold his hand all the way through the process and um, we, we built that solid relationship up front in the first uh, two conversations that we'd really had so it was important uh, from his perspective that he was in good hands because it was his asset and he was effectively handing it over to us to uh, to realize its full potential. He made sure to have the partnership agreement and other legal documents crystal clear for all parties involved. It was purely a partnership agreement. There was no contract of sale involved. There was no option agreement because in Victoria we have uh, we have stamp duty implications with uh, with option agreements. So it, it can be quite tricky. But to achieve the same outcome, we just had uh, a separate separate contract that was put together by our solicitor, and that was forwarded through to the vendor's solicitor. And through some simple negotiations, you know, we were able to compile a document that was legally binding and protected all parties involved, including the investor. 
So it was really uh, a really straightforward process because our, we had a, a really solid heads of agreement that we'd sat down and we'd made crystal clear uh, for the vendor and for ourselves as to what we're all getting getting into and what our roles and responsibilities within that looked like. Coming up after the break, we'll delve further into how that value-added strategy worked for Mark Heritage. The perceived value that we'd created in such a short period of time by just removing walls and you know, removing the floor covering. How he managed to gain a net equity value of $295,000 for the vendor. I'm really proud that we achieved that $60,000 uh, budget and um, you know, the uplift we, we achieved from the $550,000 as alluded to earlier, initial appraisal price, uh, you know, which, which may have been top dollar. What were some of the challenges he had to overcome in the short time frame? I, I suppose internally, you know, one, once we started to pull internal walls out, you know, we had ceilings starting to, to, to move. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Invest Story. Looking at buying or investing in property? Unsure of where and what to buy? Many investors in the community have raised these questions frequently. That's why I've created a property sourcing service to help investors like yourself find investment opportunities at wholesale prices to add to your new or existing portfolio. I'm currently accepting expressions of interest. To apply, visit propertyinveststory.com.au. Now back to the show. The vendor simply had to hand over the keys to his property and Heritage and his team took care of the rest. For the vendor, uh, the responsibilities were, were quite simple. It was a matter of, of trusting in us to hand the keys over and give us full access to design, to manage the project and also to achieve the best outcome in that situation. Besides, of course, the benefit for him was that we would provide some funding to relocate his son from the property into something that was uh, uh, more suitable for him and to allow the the vendor to uh, sell the property as well. Yeah. So for us to have access. Okay. And did the vendor stay in the property himself as well? Now the vendor has another property that he lives in. Oh. This was uh, this was just purely a property that he'd inherited and had his son living in, and it was time that he needed to sell. Oh, okay, I understand. Okay, so yeah, this becomes basically an investment property for him to be able to do something or add value to it to make yeah to for correct his benefit. Yeah. Okay, correct. Yep. So now that you've signed the after two weeks of negotiation and signed all these contracts, what happened next? So what happened next is uh, as soon as the contract was binding and we'd had signatures from both party and that had been distributed to everybody in, involved, it was a matter of then of arriving on site, handing the keys over from day one, us developing a scope of works and plan, which we'd preliminary started drafting up anyway, even partway through the negotiation process, we had that draft just in case or for when it was ready to go. So we were sort of a week ahead. Uh, we'd all already in, intended to meet the structural engineer the day of signing of the contracts. So we met out on site. Uh, it was quite simple within half an hour what could be achieved. That was a massive boost along in terms of confidence and process and time for us because uh, some internal walls could be pulled down. Everything was on trusses. So you know, effectively, we could have pulled every internal wall out. It wasn't the way we went about it. 
also pivotal to this at this point was the engagement of the agent on day one as well, who ultimately sold the property. He met us on site, uh, took some ideas away, fed some ideas back, so had real buy-in to the process as to where value could be extracted based on the target market for the area. Despite agents estimating a low selling price for the property, Heritage's development strategy added much more value to the house more than expected. So initially the agent came in and you know sort of appraised the property at around 550 and that was consistent across a few agents. Because the agents hadn't worked directly with us before, they sort of said, you know, you do a good job of renovation, you're going to be able to achieve, you know, a list price probably around 7 to 770,000 as a result and we thought well okay if we step in and we spend x amount of money in that that's going to give you know the vendor a great outcome but also benefit for us but um as as the project sort of really kicked into gear within the first sort of two to three weeks the agent came back to provide uh, some feedback on you know his thoughts on color scheme and, and, and some final layout design issues and was absolutely blown away by the project and how open the property had become and, you know, the perceived value that we'd created in such a short period of time by just removing walls and, you know, removing the floor coverings and the, you know, the, the obvious areas that were of concern prior to then say, look, you know, we, we could be nudging, you know, 740 to maybe even, you know, 790 if, if we can finish it off to the level that I can start to see. So we started to get a bit more excited, as did the vendor. And, um, you know, that really gave us the confidence to push hard in those final two to three weeks to to get the best, best possible outcome we, we, we possibly could, knowing that that's what we would achieve anyway. But it was just an extra driving factor behind us to know that uh, that that it has that is the potential. So it, was, uh, it wasn't until really that uh, he came back through upon completion to say, look, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if we, if we got $800,000 for it. And uh, he said that might max us out. But, you know, he said the feedback I've had through the opens is, you know, in that mid seven to maybe $800,000 range. And, you know, ultimately we, we surpassed all expectation. Yeah, well, that, that's phenomenal. So... This is a unit, one a two-bedroom unit initially, right? Uh, one yeah, bathroom. Yeah, two-bedroom. Yep. And also, you said outdoor, or um, yeah, there wasn't actual car spot, was there, or was there undercover? No, there, there, there was there was undercover parking, um, and there was a nice area outside with no decking or entertainment at all. So we were basically able to come back in, uh, look at look at the area, convert the laundry and toilet into another bathroom and create an ensuite from the existing bathroom and you know ultimately we had a two bedroom two bathroom plus a study nook uh you know everything brand new throughout and created amazing entertaining area with new fencing uh boundary and side fencing which uh provided really really good screening and security uh from the other units and uh, had a massive 25 square meter deck installed and just gave it that finish. And once the property was fully styled out, it was just uh, a, a total brand new transformation within five weeks, mind you. In the end, Heritage managed to gain a net equity value of $295,000 for the vendor. From our perspective, initially, we thought that we could spend anywhere between fifty dollars and $100,000 on the project, just depending on you know where it led you know, so we, we were hoping at the bottom end of the range. 
ultimately our budget was set at 60,000 and, and we're, we're confident to say that uh, and really proud that we achieved that 60,000 uh, budget and um, you know the uplift we, we achieved from the 550,000 as alluded to earlier initial appraisal price uh, you know which which may have been top dollar uh, we, we don't know that, but to the realised value and result at auction of $845,000 under the hammer is $295,000 equity gain for the vendor. You know, you take your costs off associated with that is a $235,000 net gain. Uh, you know, so it's, you know, obviously there was there was some fees and stuff we'd negotiated in that um, as, as a, under our partnership agreement uh, as to where we would benefit from that. But you know, that was secondary to the actual solution that we provided in that situation. After the project's incredible success, Heritage and the vendor have managed to keep in contact for potential developments in the future. Sold at auction on the day. Uh, that was uh, early June and we had settlement occur on Friday the 20th of July. So all cleared funds to all parties and uh, and everybody's uh, everybody's happy days. So the vendor's been in contact and said make sure we we keep in contact. Uh, he has another property as well and he wants to more so just focus on the relationship that we've built so far and catch up for a coffee and, and have a chat about life in general, which which is fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. So just yeah. overall, looking at this whole situation, I would say um, it was more of a project management from your side of things because you probably didn't lift a hammer and, and get in with the trades, but you organized all that. Is that correct to say? Yeah, a lot, lot, lot of coordination from our perspective and, and coordination of trades and our role was quite pivotal in securing an investor into uh, to to lend the funds to complete the project and secure their interest on the title of the property and the agreement between us and the vendor, making sure that was watertight uh, to the the point of yeah coordination of trades, organisation of materials and, and and design and colour scheme and you know involving all the trades and the stylists into provide input to then be able to digest and say okay this is the way forward as a group collectively we decide to go. However, by no means was the development project easy as there were many challenges Heritage had to overcome in the short time frame. Look, you know, I, I suppose internally, you know, once we started to pull internal walls out, you know, we had ceilings starting to to, to move and, you know, we, we had props to prop up ceilings in the short term because internal walls were effectively holding the plaster in place, nothing more than just the, the, the plaster in the ceiling. So it was, you know, those types of minor issues, but then they start to cause, you know, what what is that going to set us back in terms of time based on our project timeline? Uh, is that going to impact on that trade coming through or is it going to impact on the next, you know, quote we get for this? And is that, are we then comfortable on the design and layout of our kitchen knowing that that potentially, you know, could occur? You know, there's a lot of variables, but I think we just backed our instinct and engaged, you know, the people that needed to have the quality input for us to make the final decision. And, you know, besides that, it was, you know, dealing with Body Corp as as, as a great experience. And, and, and look, not a lot of people can say that because some Body Corps to deal with aren't so uh, proactive. I get that. But it was, from our perspective, a really worthwhile experience. And once again, a, another relationship that we'd built in a, in a positive way to be able to move forward with the project because we had we had boundary fences that were falling over and these sorts of things and they wanted us to replace like for like but it was so old in design that we couldn't replicate that so it was a matter of just taking photos as evidence 
sending those through, getting consent that you know we're replacing with with timber paling fence, uh, etc. of this type and this size and, and and design, and once again sending photos through for their compliance and everything was everything was great. Great. Well, and last question is: How old was this unit? Uh, the uni- unit was, I believe, uh, like a, uh, I think it was a 60s to 70s unit, um, red brick construction, uh, tiled roof. So once again, uh, you know, it was quite dated and faded, the roof. So we'd sort of had to speak to Body Corp about, you know, wh- what do we, what can we paint the roof? Because we need to tie in as best we can with the other 11 properties in the same complex, yet they looked either brown or grey. So it was a matter of, well, which one do we pick? And they, you know, they, they were they were great to work with. They sort of said, look, get as close as you possibly can to the original tile colour. Uh, we engaged uh, a tile expert to, to help us with that process and we, we went ahead and, um, you know, sprayed the roof and, and boarded up fantastically to the point where other vendors in the same complex said, look, can can we do the same as you? And I said, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you need to contact, this is the contact and they'll, they'll be able to support and assist you. For any of our listeners interested in hearing more about Heritage's business and development strategies, he shares a few of his contact details. Best way to uh, contact us is to get onto our Facebook page or follow us on on Instagram or even get onto our website at www.overandabove.com.au. Thank you to Mark Heritage, our guest on this episode of Property Invest Story. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinveststory.com. Simply type in the search bar, Mark Heritage and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, are you looking at buying property in 2018? Would you like expert tips and advice on the best ways you can purchase property? Whether you're a new or experienced investor, learn from the experts by downloading the Property Investment Buying Handbook. It contains the best tips and advice from 37 of Australia's leading property experts. Simply visit propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to get your copy right now. Thanks for listening.